Alrighty. So there's only one problem that I notice that people have. That's it, just one. I don't care what you think the problem is, the money, the time, the woman, woman, the man. Oh, if you'd only change. That's why you marry someone, to blame everything on them and to change them. Right? <laughs> oh, dear God. But here's what I notice, right? I'm going to make a big deal about it. I'm 56. I've been doing this for a couple decades. And I notice people tend to chase cats <laughs> instead of herd them. See, my ex-wife and I, we had 11 cats. It started out with four. One of them had kittens outside, but we brought her in. It was wintertime. We kept the cats. We had a pretty big little house. Lots of rooms, lots of litter pans. She was fastidious. That's a big word about stuff like that. But you see, some people could have imagined up there's problems with 11 cats. What is it? Is there 11 times as many problems compared to having one cat? It, does it matter how many? Is it over three cats? Then they become a problem? See, I'm always curious about these things. Because the one problem is seeking problems. It's called cortisol addiction. See, I noticed people tend to uh, live on a unicycle. They go back from dopamine to cortisol, dopamine to cortisol, dopamine to cortisol. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Cortisol, more, more, more. I'm sorry, dopamine. More, more, more. Anticipation. Cortisol, shit, shit, shit. Right? Uh, this is why video games are so popular. More, more, more shit, shit, shit. Right? All day long. You know, I realized a couple years ago I could play video games or I could build an empire. Either way, I'm looking at a screen. Either way, I'm having fun. But one of the ways kills cortisol. One of the ways blesses people. One of the ways is actually fulfilling. So there's only one problem. By the way, do you think I'm going to say the problem is you? <laughs> I might. I might say something different. Because the problem is chasing problems, looking for problems. This is why people hate revision. I love revision. We put out that tiny little $7 course, revisiontothemax.com, because people were using revision as a, as a fix-it tool. It's like using a saw as a fix-it tool. There's some things you can fix with a saw, don't get me wrong. But when you use a, a saw as a construction tool, or a hammer as a construction tool, you can build just about anything. You should see the stuff Victoria and our friend Raymond have built around here. The sheath shed, the wood stall, the compost heap, <laughs> and so much more. Here's the problem. You're not playing with possibility enough. You honestly get to discover what's possible for you. And I know, here's the answer that everyone says, anything is possible, Neville said so, right? I can hear it. Well, Neville said anything is possible. Radio, how's that working for you? It ain't the words. What's possible? I'm curious what you're curious about. I'm curious what you're willing to surrender to, to float in, to stretch into. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna do the crass commercial. <laughs> I'm also going to give gold. Because some people, they listen to the podcast and they've got a problem with it. 
right? Because I'm always inviting you to something. Revision to the max.com, manifestingmasterycourse.com, dreamdrivenday.com. We start Friday. You can miss out again if you want to. Or you could email me. We could explore possibilities. <laughs> yeah, like I said before, we still have a few seats open. There are still a few vacancies. But I'm curious, will there be a vacancy in your life for the next 30 plus days? Skipping it again. Because some people skip it again and again and again. A couple years ago, I stopped skipping out of my mother. Otherwise known as mom. Yeah, we kept in touch somewhat. Sometimes it was fun, sometimes it was not. Once every couple of months. <laughs> uh, Skype calls, audio only. Until one day I was imagining something different. And I call her up and she goes, hey, I got a problem. I said, what's your problem? She goes, I want to either buy a computer, and this is during all the Louis lockdown things, or I want to fix the sink. And I told her, fix the sink, I'll buy you a computer. I asked her, what are you looking at? And she told me, I says, you will not buy one of those. Let me get you an iPad. Let's do this right. And now I get to chat with her and see her. It's pretty cool. But I stopped perceiving my mom as a problem. <laughs> it's By the way, it was Mother's Day this past weekend, right? And everybody puts up their happy mom photos. And then other people send me private messages saying, I don't get along with my mom. I hate my mom. We don't get along. She's always controlling me. Yeah, coolio. Right? Stop imagining mom is a problem. Because here's what happens. If mom's a problem while she's alive, mom's going to be a problem once she's dead. Because I have, I got a 93-year-old woman in manifestingmasterycourse.com, and she tells me that her mother's still alive in her head putting her down. And I said, that's you. You can stop that. You can imagine mom a happy person. What if that gave to her on her next adventure? You can imagine her loving person. What if that gave to her on her next adventure? The one she's on now. And it might be partially inside your head, but I can tell you, when you stop settling for your mom being a problem, when you stop settling for money being the problem, when you stop settling for time being the problem, because let's face it, who would want more of the problem? Well, money's the problem, TT. Oh, yeah, well, my missus is the problem, TT. She wouldn't understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Radio. A very wise man told me many years ago, treat your wife like you would your girlfriend. And I just looked at him. Like, what do you mean? He goes, you know, a lot of people, they get married and they start treating their wife like a wife. But if you get married and you treat your wife like she's your girlfriend, if you treat your wife like she's your best friend, if you treat your wife like the darling being she is to you. When everyone around you is putting up with their old lady, trying to change them, you're not going to have problems with her. You're going to explore possibilities with her. I want you to explore possibilities everywhere. If you're getting gold, you got three ways to live. Dread-driven days. That's right. I'm waking up dreading it. Wonder what's going to be in the news today wonder what she's going to say to me. You can have distraction-driven days. Hey, cat cartoons. I love me some cat cartoons. Radio. People send me all kinds of kitty photos. Meanwhile, 
You could have dream-driven days. I was up at 4.04 this morning. I didn't want to be, but I couldn't contain myself. I had so many goody ideas. I was on fire. I was already tired by the time Victoria got up around 5.30. I was like, yep, I'm done. <laughs> Gonna go finish up a, cool, a few technical things. And then I'm going to go to the hot tub. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to notice a few things. Do you remember what we talked about today? I want you to notice this stuff. I want you to notice how real it is. <laughs> I want you to discover how real you are. Because a lot of people believe their problems are real. And the only problem you have is not knowing how real you are. You get this as, in we, when we talk about this stuff, there's an attitude and then there are these little action things you get to do. Right, the action things you get to do are like my Joseph Goddard thing. I imagine what implies 5 to 10, 6 to 12 of specific events of today already having gone my way. Hey, I had a biggie win this morning. I'm not going to bother you with it. But I have goody wins every day. Some days I got biggie wins. Some days I got just goody wins. But I don't really measure the size because here's the thing. The more you explore, the more you realize how big you are. And then you start noticing all your dreams, desires put together, they're smaller than you. And when that happens, you'll notice, hey, your problems are smaller than you. And you'll get why I keep saying you can be probability-oriented. Right? Oh my God, the fun that I could have. What am I desiring now? What could I desire next? You could have all sorts of fun. Or you can be stuck in orbit around a problem, being sucked into the sun. That's all right. All right, got to go. Have a great day. We start Friday, dreamdrivenday.com. Are you in? Are you going to wait? Hmm. Here's my challenge. Do something today. A lot of people, they live in that state of eternal someday. Someday I'll order this. Someday I'll do that. One day I'll send you an email. I'll be like Gary. Right? Don't be like Gary, the previous episode. Don't get around to it. What are you going to nail today? Like I said, I nailed a biggie this morning. Right? It involved me taking a little bit of action, but I was inspired to do it today because of what I imagined this morning before getting out of bed. You've got to have attitude. And you get to imagine what creates action. Have a lovely day. Join us in dreamdrivenday.com. See ya.